Car. Hi, Ken. Hi, Hi friends. friends. Welcome back. Welcome back to the pod. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. We were going to record the pod yesterday, but we realized that Carly hadn't watched Game of Thrones yet, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me because it was Thursday and the show it was comes w- out Wednesday. On- it was Wednesday. <laughs> Today's Thursday. Show comes out on Sunday and you spent yeah. three days not watching it, which I'm surprised you didn't get any spoilers. Listen, I'm shocked. Yeah. I really, um, and I actually went on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I did very careful scrolling, but yeah. And we can talk about uh, sort of why why that happened in the throne zone, but. Why I, what happened? Why I waited so long. I mean, you could talk about it now. It's All not right. a spoiler. So, I don't want to waste the throne zone on, on that. Fucking, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're no, right. No time for that. Um. Are you trying to turn me down a little bit? You're good. All right. So, so the, I've been, like, I've been sad that the show's ending. And uh, I, watching all of season eight, I, like, every time I've sat down to watch it, I want to and I don't want to. Because every time you watch an episode, there's one less you're ever going to get. And I don't want to say goodbye to our friends. And I know because of what the show is, like, our friends are not going to live happily ever after. So as the season's gone on, I've resisted wanting to face that more and more. Right. Um, it's uh, sort of like the Boys to Men song. Holy snakes! Mike, you guys. Mike falling over. Jerry came to sit next to me, which is so sweet, but then he kind of like leaned into me and knocked the mic over. Hello. Okay. <laughs> uh, sort of like how it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Um, and it's inevitable and it's going to happen, but part of me is like, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't, I'm not ready. And so right. if I put it off, it's sort of like I'm saving I'm, I'm, I'm dragging it out. I'm getting a longer goodbye. Right. You've also done that with other shows, too. Totally. This is not the only show you've done and that with. You know what? That reminds me about this weird thing that I do, which is that I don't, I don't want to watch the last episode of any show. That doesn't make sense to me, but I get it. I mean, I get, I get it for you, but it doesn't. It's like the last episode of a show is so important. It's like so important for the closure. Yeah, I think um i've always had a hard time with endings yeah and goodbyes and yeah. i think as like a highly sensitive person who has and also hsp hsp who's also had to say goodbye a lot to things and right. had a lot of endings i just you're not a fan i don't want to do it because i know how it feels sad and even oftentimes it is rewarding or it is nice or beautiful it's bittersweet sure but um um, I, I just sometimes it's like you can sort of live in denial about how it's really over. Right. Man, one time I accidentally watched the last episode of Cheers, which historically I had seen before, but like, okay. I don't really remember. Have you seen the whole show? Yeah. Okay. And I was watching this episode came on TV and it was out of context. So I didn't really, I didn't know it was the last episode. Oh, I see. I see. And the last moment, that, that show's funny. It's not supposed to be heart rendering. I've ever seen an episode of Cheers. I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's in part because of 
our age difference. I also, I mean, I think that, but I don't even think Cheers is really your era either. It's before no, but you, but. I was a kid and my parents yeah, were watching okay, it. Yeah, that makes sense. I have like, uh, it was a part of my childhood in that way, so. I don't even know what my parents watched when we were grow Like, I don't have, mm. I have that with music and stuff, but I don't think I have it with TV. Interesting. It's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, that was a thing my parents watched and was always on. And I remember it because of that. I don't, I'd have to think about it, but I don't think I have that. Yeah, this is a curious, let's think about that. Because there are some shows that my parents watched that I was like, that's a grown-up show. Right. Like my mom and my stepdad would sit down every week with popcorn and watch ER. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't have any interest in that. That's a serious grown-up show. My dad always watched Law and Order. Cool. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my mom. All right. Yeah, check we'll in with back. Deb. Um, so I accidentally watched the last episode of Cheers, which I'd seen before but don't remember. Right. And when I d- discovered that it was the last episode, it was too late mm. because it was literally ending. Right. And the last moment of Cheers is a full circle moment. Yep. And I cried so hard. Yeah. I don't want to give it away if anybody's right. trying to watch that show right now, but yeah. and it was a small moment too. They didn't like end it on this big crescendo, right, right, right. But it was just a a really um, it really felt like you were all of these people, right, were leaving each other for the last time. Yeah. Have you watched the last episode of The Office? No, I actually didn't watch The Office after um, Michael Scott left. Oh, interesting. So, which is something I've been wanting to do. I, I, I don't think you're the. I, I don't think you're alone, and I think a lot of people yeah. stopped watching. But I, you know, as it for for me, it being one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it definitely. The, the, I don't want to say it gets better or worse after he leaves because it's hard to say that because he's such a pivotal character, but. I think it's worth watching. Like, I think it's good for different reasons. Right. It just kind of, it, it, in a it way, changes. it kind of becomes a different show. Yeah, yeah. it changes. Um, was it sad, the last episode? It was sad. Mm. But, like, not, it's the same thing. It was, like, sad and, like, sweet in a sweet way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I did not like about it was that in the last episode, they introduced some characters for, like, a spinoff that I think maybe did happen. And I feel oh. like it kind of took away from the fact that it was like the show was ending. Like, it's like they, they were like, oh, yeah, and don't forget about we're doing this spinoff, mm. like this Shroot Farm spinoff thing. And I don't know if it ever happened or yeah, not. Yeah, I'm going to Google it. I feel like maybe it did. But, like, I don't even know if it made it through a full season. Hey, Siri. Where's she at? Was there a spinoff of The Office? Okay. I found this on the web for Was There a Spinoff of The Office? Check it out. Okay, what's on the web? Okay. Here we go. Going to the World Wide Web. Sometimes I wish she'd just open open it. Yeah, why doesn't she Be do like, that? Here, if she's like, okay, I found this on the web, and then it just loads the web page. Thank you, right? That would make sense. So okay. you don't have to click anything. So this article is called Six Spinoffs of The Office That Only True Fans Know About. Okay. Okay. Uh... Uh... What? There's an Israeli version of The Office... Called Ha Mizrad. Okay. Okay, did not know about that. The Office, The Accountants. In 2006, NBC decided to experiment with a number of web exclusive subplots to The Office. Huh. These webisodes were ahead of their time. 
The first series called The Accountants focused on Oscar, Angela, and Kevin. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. The Office, The Mentor. Oh, well, The American Office experimented with a total of nine webisode spinoffs. One of the more amusing shorts was an unlikely partnership between Aaron and Angela. Hmm. Okay. So it seems like most of these spinoffs were... Web spinoffs. Yep. Got it. The Farm. This is what you're thinking of. Mm. Proposed as a spinoff of The American, The Office, with a focus on Dwight Schrute, The Farm ultimately ended up as a one-episode pilot that NBC declined to pick up. That's right. Okay. So uh, so I was you were I was right in that sense that that yeah. was a thing that was supposed to happen. And I'm not surprised it didn't, and I'm glad it didn't. It wouldn't have been good. No, it wouldn't have been good. And again, The Office is such a special show, I feel like it would have taken away from that and... It really, it ended at the right time. Um, I think Frasier is one of the only really successful spinoff shows that's, that's... What was it a spinoff of? Cheers. Oh. Frasier Crane was one of the, like, side characters on Cheers. Huh. And so... Was it actually him uh, who played the side character? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, Kelsey Grammer played Frasier Crane in Cheers, and then they went on to make... Frasier. I think there was a few years gap. Sure. But they did a really good job of like his that character's backstory was the same. And every now and then they'd make Cheers references or characters from Cheers would show up. But it was really about his new life. So like absolutely. Yeah. So it didn't it didn't really feel like a continuation of the show. No. There was a um, French version of the office called La Job. Oh, la job. <laughs> it only aired for one season. Fair. In Quebec. Um, yeah, I'm not a Frasier fan. I'm, if I'm gonna, I, I just, it's not, I don't know. I've tried. I don't think it's very good. It is, um. I don't like the way it's filmed. Oh, interesting. Like, it's, visually, I'm, I'm like uninterested by it. I think it's filmed a lot like a play. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, more like 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 um, Friends feels like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like the Seinfeld never to me felt like that. It didn't mm. really feel very play like. Interesting. I think Frasier is interesting because none of the characters are likable. Mm. There are likable aspects to them, but sure. they are not supposed to be like good people. They're Except all for, like, like Ross. Martin Crane, Marty, the dad. He's he's kind of. Yeah, they're very flawed. And a lot of like. Frasier's storylines are about how, like, being, uh, like, nepotism and narcissism and selfishness uh, and ego will, like, get you Mm. in trouble, which is interesting. I feel like it's kind of similar with Seinfeld. Yeah. They're all likable in their own way, but they're all very hateable. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, kind of like Ross. Mm -hmm. Ross is not a very likable guy. I don't know very much about Friends, but that is a thing that is seems to be the case yeah a hot opinion in the streets yeah i never got into friends i've watched episodes of it obviously but it's not a thing that is i have a friend who also never watched it and she tried to watch it like six years ago and she was like these people are terrible yeah so when alex was studying for his last uh last quarter like finals i came home one day and season one episode one of friends was on and he was in the other room like in the kitchen area studying but from his spot you can kind of like see the tv so he was like i don't know i just needed to put something on to like have something on in the background while i worked Mm -hmm. and i sat and watched like three episodes of it and i was like 
I'm not on board. Mm. No, it just, I feel like, and I feel like The Office a little bit has that. Like, if you didn't watch it at at some point in mm-hmm. real time, it's not, it's not really going to be your thing, probably. Yeah. Okay, there's this thing, which uh, I don't know if you've heard about. It's people made videos of friends without the laugh track. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's dark, dude. Yeah, it's so dark. We should put, we'll, we'll. We'll post like a link to one of them in this episode bio in case you've never seen it. it it's really worth watching. Yeah, and, and it's pretty hilarious. Shines quite a light on why somebody who didn't watch it in the 90s might not really enjoy it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving away from TV. Yeah. Um, do you guys, I have had a very uh, straight, short string of... Cool treasure finding recently. Cool what finding? Treasure. Oh, treasure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tell me more. Ever since we did the superstition episode, I've noticed pennies on the ground. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, every now and then, I put I take a picture of one, and I'm like, I'm gonna post it on the gram, and then I'm like, ultimately, guys, it is a picture of, of a, a pavement with a penny on yeah. it. Nothing really going on. Nope. Um. Have not found pennies sitting face up, so I don't know what that's about. Uh, all face down. Maybe they're weighted now oh. after the superstition came out. Maybe. Well, recently, last weekend, I did um, a private event at these people's house. I bartended um, a party they were having, and it was like a sort of fancy group of people. Sure. And um, I. By fancy, we mean wealthy. Yeah. They have money. They have, how do you say, the money. Yeah. Um, and I went into the bathroom at one point, and I looked down on the ground, and there was a penny. And oh. I was like, well, got to check this out. Is it yep. heads up? Got to know. But it looked weird to me. And as I got closer, I yeah. discovered it was one of those, it had come from one of those machines. Oh, like a pressed penny. Yes. Like a souvenir penny. It was a souvenir penny for the aquarium. Oh, and weird. I had been in the bathroom earlier that night and it wasn't there. Yeah. And I had no idea who'd been in there before me, like who to suggest it belonged to. And so I was like, I guess this treasure is for me. Uh, this is. This, oh my gosh. This is like maybe a sign okay. of good luck. Did you take it? I took it. That's funny. You know what I would have done? What? I would have gone to the host and said, I found this in the bathroom. I think maybe somebody, it's somebody's from here. Uh, That's probably what I would have done. That would have been the right thing to do. I mean, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but. I, I always, love that you kept it. Well, I'm not. That's. I mean, it's just a penny. But it's just a, it's just a souvenir penny. But what if it was good luck for somebody? Or what and if I took it was like luck? their kids and it was in their pocket? And yeah, you know, there's right. there's some layers here. But you know okay, what? so you took it. I'll text her. You took a little kid's gift. You're not gonna don't text her. That's weird. It's weird now. Is it to be like I took this? Oh man. And and it's not mine. So don't do that. Now it's yours. Now you now you have to. I just have to live with what I've done. Yeah, the guilt. Is it? Did I steal? You didn't steal. Don't overthink All it. All right. Well, the way you're your way you're talking to me about it right now, it's like you're trying to tell me I did a bad thing. Oh no, I I'm telling you, I would have done a different thing. I think it's amazing that you were like mine. I think there's a lot of other people out there who would have done what you did. I just thought it was a sign from the universe. A sign for what? The good luck. It was a token. Oh, like a um, a tally man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so what have you done with it? Um, I put it in my pocket. Do you I, still have it? Yes. I meant to bring it today to show you. Uh, what was on it? 
It looked like the building, like an aquarium mm. building. Oddly, it was not a whale or a fish. Was it for the Seattle Aquarium? Yes. Do you know? It was? Yeah. Do they press those on both sides? No, it's just one just side. Just one. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was a, an interesting finding. Okay, I love that. one of those in a long time. Feeling a little guilty now that I stole a penny. <laughs> <laughs> also, if it was a talis- talisman? Talisman. Tally man. I don't know. If it was a tally man. <laughs> it's probably, I think it's talus. It's I like tally man. tally man. If it was a tally man for somebody and now it's in my possession. I think that makes it fair. Is it? Does, the, think, does the luck transfer over or I like the good so. vibes? Well, yeah, because I think the luck uh, is in the in the object. Okay. Yeah. It's like Indiana Jones when he has to go get that like monkey head or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. Out of the freaking... Uh, what's that like Cave. the crips yeah yeah the, i don't know i don't know i've only seen indiana all of the indiana jones once same they were good i liked them yeah would would rewatch yeah yeah i watched them recently yeah you know what's on netflix right now is the matrix which i have also Ooh. only seen once <laughs> and it's and when i saw it the one time i loved it i was surprised uh, it's uh did you wait when was the first time you saw it like when I first started dating Alex, like oh, so recently, like, yeah, like like you know, six years ago or something. Oh my years. god, I will. That's amazing. To I know. Me. I just it's it was always you know when people are like what's one movie you've never seen that always blows people's minds. That used to always be mine. Totally. Fair now answer. it's Avatar. Ooh, uh, yeah. Well, you don't. I, I mean, you're uh, not missing anything. Yeah, I feel like I could I could go my whole life without seeing Avatar and not feel bummed out. I know that there are a number of people who loved it. But the popular opinion amongst people I talk to is that it's terrible. Can you believe that the new Avengers movie, which I know nothing about, which is I have never seen an Avengers movie. I don't care about it. Not that I wouldn't. I'm just like, not. it's not I'm not interested in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like number two in total box office. It's right behind Ava- uh, Titanic or Avatar. Which one was first? No, well, Titanic was first. No, well, ti- it used to be Titanic. I think Avatar took it. Okay. And then it was Avatar Titanic. And now it's Avatar The Avengers Endgame or whatever the new one is called. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Wild. Like, it's fucking crazy that that movie, like, has beaten out every, almost every other amazing movie of all time. Yeah. It's like actually a little bit fucking nutty to me. That is that is weird. And I have a lot of friends who are like big Avengers fans and I get it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, or I mean, I don't get it, I guess. You, I you get that they get I it. I get that they get it. Yeah. But I personally am not. I also don't get it. I, I'm not a big um, superhero guy. Yeah, same. Like, it's fine. I'll watch them if that's They're what's... fun. Sure. But I'll tell you what. Carrie was watching, what was the last Avengers movie called? I have no idea. Infinity Avengers War? 4. Sure. I think it was Infinity War. Somebody, if I'm wrong, somebody is pissed right now. Yeah, probably. This. I think you're right, though. That um, sounds right. I walked into him watching it like 20 minutes in, maybe, and I was like asking him questions about what was going on, and he was being really chill about telling me. And I was like, okay, sometimes when yeah, somebody yeah. has a relationship with something and you don't know anything about it you disrupt their experience by right. asking them to explain it to you but right he was down so i was like well i guess i'll just watch this and i will tell you that having no context of any of the other movies it's a little bit it's good in a similar way to what game of thrones does where like they 
they humanize these extraordinary characters uh-huh. and they have so many storylines, uh-huh. but they're really skilled about weaving them together and moving back and forth. And uh-huh. it's self-aware enough to be funny, but it's not too self-aware that it's also not super like dramatic and powerful. I was impressed. Yeah. I, I mean, be real. I, yeah, I, I understand that it's a, that it's well-written. I just, I just you know what I do want to see though, but it's not for. I want to see that new X Men movie with fucking what's her Sophie Turner in it. Ooh, because I love her. Yeah, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dark Phoenix. So if anybody out there is trying to go see Dark Phoenix, hit us up. Yeah, we go. I'll go. I'll go see that. I mean, I I would go see the Avengers movie. I sure. Yeah, I want to go see it. I mean, I don't want to go see it. I would go see it. I, it would be fun. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it's not that it's not a want, it's a would. Mm. I felt that it, the Infinity War surprised me by how it sort of elevated my understanding of superhero movies. I feel angry about the Avengers <laughs> because when I went to Disneyland last year. Oh. And there's that old school ride called the, the Tower of Terror, which was, um, Oh my gosh! What did it? What's the fucking TV show it was based off of? Twilight Zone. Yes. Yeah. Um, everybody was like, "It's the best! It's the best!" It you know you got to do it. You got to do it. Twilight Zone. Blah blah blah. But then we went, and we didn't realize that it had since been redone. Avengers. Mm, yeah, that sucks. And it was like, I get it. It's it. It's at California Adventure, so it's a little more like contemporary. Toward the, yeah, contemporary side. A little more toward the like you know modern era tv movie zone sure. whatever and it was fun the ride was crazy i loved it and hated it of course naturally yeah. um but i was bummed so i'm angry at the avengers because of that fair i feel like i missed an opportunity yep and you'll never know what it was i'll like. never know no it was cool yeah that's what i hear I've heard that before. You're not the first person to tell me that. <laughs> What's your favorite ride at Disneyland? Um, well, so when I, I I've only been twice. I went mm-hmm. as a as a young child with yep. my with my adult family. Um, I think I was in. I think I was going into sixth grade. I think that's mm. the you, you, era or whatever. Okay. Um, and I was pretty good about rides. I've notoriously been pretty afraid of roller coasters. We've heard about yeah. this. Um, but Space Mountain like wrecked me and I couldn't do any rides after Space Mountain mm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It like truly, truly terrified Game over. me. Yeah. Time to go home. Like my mom and I had to go to like the kid zone and ride kid rides for the rest of the day because I couldn't do it. You I just, you just fucking, it, like, it's a small world on a loop. Yeah, it like <laughs> freaked me out. Um, but I will say going back as an adult, that was for sure my favorite at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite at California Adventure was, was probably just for the thrill factor was the uh, Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was Avengers themed, it was, it's, it is horrifying. That yeah, ride is so scary awful. and so fun. Um, and also I made everyone do this like river rafting ride, but yeah. it was like late at night and nobody wanted to do it, but we were there kind of for me. So naturally I made everyone <laughs> do it. We all got real, like very wet yeah. at the end of the day. It's my birthday. Get in the raft. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. I think that despite us all getting pretty soaked with like pretty freezing cold water, uh, we all did have a really good time. Good. So all right. Check back in uh, if you were there with me and went on that ride. <laughs> Let me know how it's I. going. I.e. <laughs> uh, I think she had fun. Good. 
I think the one person who got the most wet was John. Mm. So he was not happy. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. It's not your birthday. It's not your birthday. So when it's your birthday, you can ride all the dry rides. And when it's my (laughs) birthday, we'll ride the wet ones. (laughs) Uh, Um, My favorite ride is Space Mountain. Yeah. For big scary. And then for like uh, just beautiful scenery, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Uh, I think that you are mistaken because I thought you were going to say Mr. Toad's. And we went on Mr. Toad's and it's not beautiful. Did they redo it? Nope, it's the same. I think you're because my memory of it was different as well when I, from huh. when I went as a kid. It's actually pretty fucking scary. Really, it's not like, like a, a fun, really? like pretty beautiful scene. It's like actually, it's very dark. It's v- very uncomfortable. Like it's a lot of like jostling. Hmm. And um, there's one part where you like run over Mr. Toad and you watch the devil come and like pick him up, which <gasps> you probably totally have forgotten about. Totally forgot. It's like not, it's not beautiful. It's oh. like actually pretty spooky. But I think as a kid, which because I had the same thought going into it, I was like, I want to do Mr. Toads. It's one of the only like kind of silly little kid ones I wanted to do. Yeah. We did Small World because why not? How you got it. It's also horrifying. That that one's, I mean, it's it's not pretty. It's, it's very, very creepy in there. But I think as a kid, you don't see, you don't pick up on all those like horrifying like no like creepy details You're which like, is what disney's cartoon like friends. the best at yeah but no yeah mr toads was it's very dark the whole thing oh. is very dark and and it's very disorienting man okay well i haven't been to disney in a while since i was like 13 so can we go i want to sure. go back um we did do the pirates of the caribbean ride and that one's always fun yeah that classic. one i would say is more pretty i mean there's like you're like on a small pirate ship but it the the models and, and yeah. the, you know, the, the scenery. scenery. yeah. I mean, pretty is maybe a stretch. I just but. love that. I just like the old rides. Yeah. The way, the detail that they put into things and the materials they used are really cool and yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, well, listen, I don't want to tell you about the other treasure I found because I'm going to, I maybe did the wrong thing. Oh, uh, no, no, you have to tell me. Did you steal two things in one week? Didn't steal it. <laughs> Y'all, listen. If you tell me that I did the wrong thing, it will it affects sit her with me forever. Forever. And, and she'll, never, she'll never be able to look at a penny, a, a souvenir penny the same. No. And what, every time she looks at one, she'll be like, oh man, that one time I took that. And what if it was? And she'll make up a story yep, in her head. Yep. And if you're the person that told me that I did the wrong thing, you're also going to have to hear about it because intermittently right. for a long time, I'll be like, do you really think? Yeah. And you'll be like, stop. Stop. Get over it. <laughs> Can't get over it. Uh, okay, so what else HSP, did you steal? Dude. What else did you steal? I didn't. Don't say that. <laughs> You're supposed to be my best friend. Okay, I'm ready. Hit me with it. Um, we went to brunch yesterday with our friend Kate and her new baby, Benji. You stole something yesterday in front of a baby? No, and I think I, sh- I, think I told you this okay. when I got there. I went in front of a baby. <laughs> grief. I had to park a few blocks away. Parking was a very hot item. Um, and, I, and when I was walking over, I found a ring in the street. Um, okay, this feels different to me. So it you're, was, you're a little more in the clear here already. Just okay. coming from me. It was silver and had a tiny, I think it might just be like pl- plastic or glass, but it looks kind of like a garnet. Sure. Like a, like a red colored stone. And I was like, well, this must be good luck. <laughs> I also love that your impression of finding something means it's good luck. Yeah. Like the universe has called it, yeah. you to it or brought it to you and it means something. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if I find money on the on the ground, I keep it. Mm. 
Find a $20 bill on the ground? Mine. Dun. For sure. Definitely stealing that $20 bill. Mm. I, one time, when I worked Let me see the ring. Do you have cafe, it all? No, I, I took it off last night. I meant to bring it to you. I'll, we'll post pics of my Stolen treasures. treasures. No. <laughs> one time, somebody tipped me when I was working at this cafe. Somebody um, paid for... No, I was working at Oddfellows. Somebody bought some food to go when I was bartending one night, and he paid... And I did the thing, which I sometimes do, which is I don't immediately grab the money. Somebody sits down when they set something down and say no change. Yeah, you just I don't want to be rude and look at. Yeah. So but one of the reasons that you shouldn't do that and you <laughs> should take the money is that this dude, his total was like, I don't know, like 17 bucks. Sure. And uh, he put the money down and put the receipt over it and was like, yeah, no change. Have a great night. Thanks. And I was like, totally. Thanks. And he left, and only after he was gone did I take the money out and see that he'd given me a hundred. In and I'm pretty sure he meant to give me a twenty. Oh fuck! For a seventeen dollar tab, and I had waited so long to look at it that I couldn't. He was gone. What did I, you do? Oh my god, I, I mean, I closed the tab and set all of the cash aside. And, and you were like, look, if somebody comes back, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I told everybody and I set it aside for the whole night and I actually put a note on it and put it in the drop and waited a couple of days before taking it because I was like, that's just, that's just so much money. Yeah, like I it's, mean, it's tight if that was intentional and he was like, booyah, doing a nice thing, here you Sometimes go. people do do they that. Do. It's yeah. true. They do. Yeah, but I still think about that. Did that guy ever feel like he missed out on freaking 80 bucks? Maybe. Maybe. Or was he just being super cool? Um, okay, going back to your ring treasure, okay. I feel like that one is less like stealing because it was outside. In the street. And what are you supposed to do? There was nobody Knock around. Knock on every door? Yeah. No. No. When you find something in a house, though, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe take that into consideration. Just for next time. Like with this, I think you lucked out because it was just like a souvenir penny, but like, you know, like oh, for I example, did. if it was a $20 bill. Oh my God, I would not have taken it. Right. I think that what... I think you got excited. I got excited. I think you got excited. You lost your mind a little bit. I've been on this penny thing lately because <laughs> of our superstition it talk. Real. It felt like just such a, you know... Well, I think what got me is that there were no children there. <laughs> okay. It was only adults. Yeah. And it had not been in there earlier, so it was not like the kids that live there... Got it. ...had it sitting out. So I, I feel like in my mind, I was like... No biggie. Somebody, yeah. No adult cares about this. Yeah. Also, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I usually have such a guilty conscience. I so I can't believe it. I love it. <sighs> wow. I, I can't wait to see it. Um, I think maybe you should bring it to Vegas. Okay. As a good luck charm. Okay. That, that'd be good. I don't have a good luck charm, but I should probably try and find one to bring. Yeah. So I'll oh, whip on that. I'll work on that. Work on that. <laughs> yeah. Next one, couple of days. One time I wanted to have a good luck charm too. And I was like, Ooh, lucky rabbit's foot. That's a cool idea. And yeah. I got, went to go get one and I held it in my hand and I was like, this is sad yeah this is not good luck this is gross this this is is gross gross. and this poor (laughs) fucking rabbit oh can't do it yeah they're not real though now probably right now i would say probably not but when we were kids they were yeah they were straight up animal feet that's weird right yeah one time my mom um so for christmas um gifted down from so her parents i think were at at our house and they they lived in california like my whole life so it's kind of a big deal and I 
my mom gifted me something that she was gifted from like her grandmother, yada yada. You know, some like family heirloom. Uh-huh. But what it was was like a um like a pelt, like a small huh. I think it was a mink or okay. a fox or like that. something small. Yeah. But it had the head and feet and you know, legs on it mm-hmm. still, and you're supposed to like, you know, lay it around your collar. Really cool. Like something that is actually like pr- a pretty tight thing. But mm. I opened it and I was just so like mortified yeah. by what it was yeah and i your she, your kid eyes so bad and yeah. my grandma felt bad but Did i you was, cry i cried yeah because your kid your and kid I was, eyes see it and you're like that's an animal yeah and i was tr- I, you know i think i was trying to like be gracious be gracious and like touch it but i really didn't want to oh. and my mom will probably correct me on this story i think that there's some some probably specific here that i'm missing but in my mind that's how i remember it i'd love I'd love a check-in, Mom, when you listen to this. Okay, what's up? I, I, is it a mink? I don't know what it is. Mm, that's maybe a little fox? Maybe. Also, Ken's couch has started squeaking. Squeaking so bad. Yeah, and it's doing it's it. driving me freaking nuts. If you guys can hear it, we're really sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah. This, like, just started happening, right? I know, like, maybe a week ago. Yeah, it's fresh squeaks. Also, something that's been driving me nuts, which I told you about, which is happening, is my right nostril, oh. y'all. Oh, intermittently has been twitching mm-hmm. and it is driving me crazy so if anybody has had this happen and knows what it means hit me up how long has it been going on i don't know like a week at least that is so long also you guys we totally forgot if you guys need to talk to us you can hit us up oh my gosh you can email us Doing a good at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at doing a good. Gosh. Wow. So if, yeah, if you got nostril tips, just like <laughs> let me know what's up because this is, it's too much and I can't. And if this happens in Vegas, I'm going to lose my mind and it's going to affect my gambling. <laughs> and I can't have that. She's dead serious right now. <laughs> affect my ability to gamble with a clear mind. Which is one of your true passions in this life. Yes. Yeah. To gamble with a clear mind is one of the best feelings ever. <gasps> Um, do you think maybe, maybe the, like, the Vegas weather will make it stop? Yeah, dry it up or something. Maybe it's like a, a, I mean, I don't know. Maybe your nose is twitching because it's excited about going. Maybe when I jumped into, like, Union, I got a parasite. (gasps) Last weekend, it was sunny. (laughs) Ken's, uh, Ken's, we posted a picture. Ken was on a boat. You you She jumped in the water. Like a crazy person. No, it wasn't even that cold. It Seriously. Wasn't? I mean, okay. People say that. That's a Alex would get mad at me. It was cold. Don't get me wrong. But it was hot enough out that it, it felt, felt so okay. good. Yeah, like and I wasn't like swimming. I just jumped in, got back on the boat, you mm. know. I wasn't like hanging out in the was water. Was it the kind of cold that takes your breath away? No, not even to me, not even that cold because oh, I was good. so hot. It okay. was like when I would get really hot, I'd just pop in. For, you know, a second, swim back yeah. to the boat, and then... And now you have a nostril parasite. And now I have a nostril parasite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get. Dang, for jumping in. Um, um, Listen. Yeah. A quick check-in. Yeah. We're just being totally candid here. I think that we... Don't have time. Yeah, so I, I think agree. we need to do the other talking points and keep our beefy news for next time. Great, I love it. You guys... Great. You guys, we got serious last week. We're going to give you a reprieve. Yeah. So... But we're going to go right back to it next week, so, so don't... Sorry about sit, it. Don't sit too pretty. Don't sit too tight. Don't. Right. What's the phrase? Except it's not going to be that heavy. No, because so it doesn't. It's yeah. not first it's fine. timers club. It's fine. It's totally fine. fine. We're just chatting. Just two gals chatting. Anyway, um, 
If you've ever had a nostril parasite, <laughs> I gotta yeah, know. I know. I I don't. I'm like probably it's probably not that, but you know, you ever had a nose twitch or not even a nose though, nostril twitch? Yeah, seriously, hit, hit me up. Um, what's next? The next thing. Let me look at my notes. Okay, we gotta do. Here's what. Here's what I know. We got left. Okay, we gotta do the throne zone. Gotta. Should we just jump into that? Yeah. While we're here. Yeah. Okay. Throne zone coming. Well, hold on. Coming you guys at know you. the rules. I gotta get my freaking timer out. I don't know why I don't do this before. It doesn't make any sense. You know what, Ken? Okay, ready? Okay. Welcome, Welcome to, to the throne zone. zone. Okay. Here we are. Here's it's the almost deal. the end, dude. It's almost the end. Episode five. Car finally watched it. We really haven't had much time to discourse about it. No. But what I'll say is that I loved it. I truly loved this episode. I think it so far has been the best episode of this season. Oh, interesting. Um, I, and it made me actually really excited for next week. Mm. Because one of my bigger worries going into this was that see, um, this episode six, this final episode, was going to feel really a lot like just kind of like a like a wrap up. Like, I don't think you've watched this, but in the last um, Lord of the Rings movie, the last like hour of that movie uh-huh. is wrap up. And it's uh. really boring to me. Mm. Which, that's probably just more of a me thing. But to me, I just like can't get behind it. And I was worried that we were going to get like an 80 minute wrap up episode. And that was going to feel annoying to me. This week? No, next week. Next week, week. okay. But now, kind of where they left things, I do think there will be some good action going on in the last episode. 100%. Specifically in between Danny and the Starks. Mm -hmm. I think that... um, I've definitely seen on on the grams and on the reddits and all over the place that there's a lot of people out there who are still complaining and still feeling conflicted about where characters are going and development, you know, wise of of, of the show. Okay. I still disagree. And I read something on Reddit that I'll try and look up. But um, basically, they're humanizing all of these characters. For the first time, we're seeing every character as a human. Which I really personally appreciate. Do you really feel like this is the first time? That every character is, is experiencing that? Oh, across the board. Across the board. Got it. Yeah, it's not the, it's not the only time characters have been more humanized. But this, as, like, as a whole, everyone right. in that episode, because finally we start to see it. things have just fallen apart. Yeah. I think this is the first time in the series where everyone is at a loss. Everything is devastating. Right. There's always been that happening in different places, but right. like this is the totality of this is like unprecedented in the show, I think. I agree. Yeah. And to see the way that everyone is being affected by that is right. is pretty powerful. Right. Like I think and I had mentioned this to you before we we started recording today, a lot of people are frustrated with what the fact that Arya didn't continue on with the hound. Mm. But I think it's a really beautiful moment where she realizes she's not a fucking superhero. Yeah. She's not... And she has to use her powers when she can. Right. Uh, two things. Did you catch that Varys was trying to poison Danny? Did you gather that? No. That little girl in the beginning. Yes. When he's like, no, nothing. And she goes, no, she hasn't eaten. And he goes, well, try again at supper. And she's like, I think they're watching me. And he goes, of course they're watching you. But, you know, patience yeah. or whatever. Oh, I thought he was just trying to get her to eat. And she wasn't eating... Because she already knew. Oh. 
So that whole Varys' death, at first I felt kind of frustrated with how quickly it happened. Same. But that whole section explains it. Because she already, when you know, because when Tyrion comes up to her and is yeah. like, hey, something's, and she was like, yeah, yeah, I already know. I've already pieced it all together. I have all the, she's already had figured it out, which is why she didn't give Varys a second chance. She was like, this bitch tried to poison me, so he's dead. Oh, okay. Which is crazy. Yeah, that makes more sense. I did not see that coming, and I felt sad, but I get it. The second thing that I missed that I only didn't, that I found out about because of Reddit was um, the horse at the end. Yeah. Which, okay, Jerry, you're interrupting the thread. <laughs> Jerry's Jerry almost <laughs> fell off the couch. It was real funny, He's but we don't have time flailing. to acknowledge it. Okay. Um, uh, so the horse at the end. Yeah. Like, a lot of people believed it was biblical, which it also it probably is a little sure. bit. Uh-huh. Um, and they have introduced that, um, like, with Barrick's death, with, where he's like, like yeah. Jesus, you know, yeah. arms outstretched. Um, the little girl that she was trying to save I missed this the whole time was holding a horse figurine. Yes. Okay. So when so when yes. they zoom in on that like ashy thing, yeah. it's the horse it's head the horse from head. a figurine. Got it. I, and I didn't get that. So it's kind of like a yeah, tie-in to like. I was like, like, where did that fucking horse figurine and, come from? Yeah. So that is that is where that came from, and I feel like that kind of helped wrap up the end of that, that for me. That moment with the horse, and um, there there were a number of moments in this episode where the cinematography was so beautiful oh my gosh and the contrast of this like obscene horror happening right and these really beautiful moments is so striking that i i think there were a number of shots with aria in the ash right with we're so gorgeous with the light coming in behind her and that that fucking horse backlit great unreal sign me up and john i think had a lot of really great shots in this episode and what i I felt like, and I'm going to be curious to see how this goes down. Right. This was the first moment, I think, that he realized. For real this time, that I think. if he's not, he doesn't want to be in control. But this is what happens when he's not yes. the leader. Yep. He has to be in charge in order for things to be just and okay. Yep. And that, I think, was, that I was really powerful to watch him witness that. And I'm really hoping that that informs some of his decisions in the last episode. I fully agree. I also think Tight. it's the first time he realizes that Danny's a monster. Yeah. And actually sees it and believes it. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm going to read you this thing that this, just somebody posted on Reddit. Okay. Um, As a disclaimer, I'm only here to talk about what this episode made me realize and why I loved the way it turned out. I love that today in this episode, they showed me that all my pre- preconceptions were wrong. Yes, love that. All of the things you think you know about these people are wrong. Yeah. Classic Game of Thrones. Classic. Nothing to be confused of, about here, everyone. This is what they do every time, all the time, One always. of the principles of the show. Yes. Then he goes on to say, this story is about how us humans are the real threat to our world and to ourselves. Its mm. purpose was never to be a pure fantasy story. Sure, the Night King's arc needed better closure, but in the end, he wasn't the real threat. Mm. Arya isn't a super killer girl. Today, they showed us a powerless and scared Arya. All her training has no match to an insane tyrant. They showed us that Cersei, at her most vulnerable, we all thought this was going to be a showdown in between Cersei and Danny, but Cersei actually never stood a chance. Yeah. It's John supposed to be someone who knows what's right and always wants what's best for everyone. It was heartbreaking watching him realize he was wrong and what 
following his heart led to. Yeah. I could go on and on with more examples, but I close out by saying I'm just overwhelmed at how powerful this episode was at showing us the fear of what a tyrant that is thirsty for power is like. Which is, I think, something that you mentioned after the Night King died, is you were like, the show is about humanity. Yes. And it's cool that it's finally getting back to that point. Yeah. Because... the Night King and the White Walkers were an actual threat, but really, it's just, I'm going to repeat him. It's so fucking, it's so important that they get back down to the baseline of what the yes. actual problem is, that which is, is struggle for power. That is so true, and I'm glad that you read that, because I had been feeling a little bit after episode four, like, to me, it felt like the crescendo of the show, the climax, was humans against the White Walkers. Right. And so I was wishing a little bit or thought it could have been more satisfying maybe if the quest for the Iron Throne had wrapped up before the Night King battle. Like, let's all figure out who's in charge. Then, together, whoever's left goes and fights the dead. Right. But, but actually now... No, this is the it's way. better. Yes, because you're right. It is getting back. It is closing the show out in the world... Uh, that wait scratch that we're this is we we felt for a few seasons like the battle with the Night King was the biggest battle right, right? but actually because it's humans against something else and if yeah. we all work together we can thrive which was a great lesson right sure but actually the war is between all of us and our demons yeah I mean they start the show out the whole show is based around people searching for power Oh, and that is a thing that I wanted to say last week or a couple weeks ago. We didn't yeah. have time. Um, I wanted to call it the throne zone. Fucking binge mode is <laughs> a great Game of Thrones podcast. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. They made a great point a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, which was that this whole story really started because Littlefinger mm. wanted power. Right. And he convinced Lysa to kill her her husband, John right. Aaron. John Aaron was the hand of uh, the King Robert. So when John Aaron died, that's when King Robert went to get Ned from right. Winterfell. And right. if Littlefinger had not made that choice, nobody would have fucked with Winterfell. And this whole thing would Littlefinger have gone blew differently. It. He blew it. So bananas. Yeah. He's like one of the main roots yeah. of this whole... Which is crazy. Crazy. I mean, you know, there, there are other major factors oh, here, but that it's it's a great that discovery that was made in in um, binge mode is is truly great. Um, yeah. And guess what? What? That's it. Throne zone Ooh. over. Bye bye. You should... are now entering, le- leaving the throne zone. Yeah, the throne zone um, is totally done, and I, now I need to turn off my ringer because this you is get, you're freaking blowing up blowing over up there. Over here, What's going on? It's just basketball. Oh. Um, okay, we have time for our last segment. Our last segment is, is a new segment. A new segment. Which, you know, we have a, a pending title for, but if y'all have a, a better title, yeah, hit please us up. hit us up. Uh, doing a good at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> the, the, the working title for this is doing a good recommendation. I also like doing a good suggestion box. Great. Because then if you guys have something, you put it in the suggestion box, yeah. we'll tell you about it. Yeah. We'd we'll love we'll, that. Yeah. I want to learn about your suggestions, recommendations, and, you know, we'll share. Yeah. So to start this thing off, we've got two suggestions we want to give to you. Okay. One is something we're currently loving. 
and one is something that we loved in the past that turns out is still great. Yeah. So, okay, shoot. I didn't think about my other one. I only have one. Okay, I can make up a second one on the fly. So you start. You want me to start? Yeah, I want you to start. So, (laughs) as you all know, I've been on a real um, beauty journey in the last year. I, I, I had my eyelash journey for a while, which I've been meaning to pick back up on. I've been trying to figure out my skincare. And, um, but I also don't have a lot of money, so I've been trying to figure out how, how to, to have, navigate that. Yeah, good skincare without spending a fortune. Um, and I've tried a lot of products that I don't really recommend, but I have found something that is so tight. You need to know about it. I'm ready. Um, so I've been exploring Korean beauty, which is a really overwhelming uh, world. Like, it's really hard to know where to start. Sure. They have like 10 step skincare. Uh, 10 steps in their skincare system i can't i don't know right and a million products but one thing that there's been a buzz about for some time is um snail essence uh particularly popular in korean beauty i don't know if other um cultures are doing it too but snail snail slime the mucus maybe gross i don't know what part of the snail Mm. is put into serums moisturizers oils etc and has incredible properties for helping clear up acne balancing uh hydration uneven skin tone your freaking pore size your freaking dark spots it's like a miracle yeah i want to know about the the um like what the aspca thinks about this that's what I'm curious about. Slug defenders? Yeah. I don't know. All right, well. Like, I, I wonder if it's a thing that is, is I wonder how how they get the essence of the snail. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I will tell you that if I wanted to get some snail shit. And there's so many products. How do you know where to start? So ultimately, I just like went to Amazon and picked one that had like the most good reviews and was sure. less than 20 bucks. Sure. Would recommend you go get Uh. Myzon Snail Repair Intensive Ampule. I don't actually know how to say that word. A M P O U L E. Myzon or Mizon. Mizon. I don't know okay. either. That's yeah. the brand. It's spelled M I Z O N. It's incredible. It is. What has it done for you? It's $14. It has helped. Um, I get some flare-ups of cystic acne. Sure. It's helped significantly with those flare-ups. Okay. It has helped my uh, enlarged pores. Okay. It has helped balance out the moisture in my skin so that I don't have um, such a difference between dry patches and oily zones. Yeah. I feel like this is a moment where when you're like, how do my fake eyelashes look today? I'm like, they look like eyelashes. Where you're like, how does my skin look today? And I'm like, it looks like skin. So. (laughs) Well, it's feeling supple and balanced. Great. Love it. It's feeling a little bit, um, a little firmer. It's been incredible. Okay. So. Everybody go get it. Got it. Would recommend. Doesn't smell weird. Um, but I needed to know, what the heck is an ampule? I don't know. Well, look it up. Well, I, I mean, did. Maybe, oh, oh, you, you do have the answers. I do have the answers. So um, so in in Korean skincare especially, there are serums, essences, and ampules. Okay. I God, I wish I knew how to say that word. It's fine. Just say it however um, you want to say it. doesn't matter. So, and there are, uh, serums and essences are really similar. An ampule, similar to a serum or an essence, but is a higher concentration. 
Oh. So it's it, it's like packed with more shit. You use less of it okay. to get stronger results. Okay. So for $14, if you try it and you don't like it, it's kind of like whatever. Um, yeah. But for me, it's been incredible. Snail right. serum. Get in there. Love it. Um, okay. So this is the part where we're talking about something new that we like. Yes. Okay. Uh, mine is not skincare related. Big surprise. What? Um, something. Okay. Here's the deal. This isn't new as in a new product. But it is new to me because I cannot stop. It's Pokeballs, dude. I'm oh. Fu- I've, <clears throat> I've been having like three to four Pokeballs a week. What? Expendable income is Holy not something that cow. I have. And it is and it's a real problem. Doing? I can't help myself. They're so fucking good. You guys, I don't know about where anybody else lives, but Seattle is having a real Pokeball craze. It's because they're fucking good, y'all. I have found that uh, all the rice is, you know, maybe not. It's like not the most healthy option. Okay. So I've been getting spring mix okay. instead of rice. Sometimes I'll do a half and half. Yeah, that sounds nice. Sometimes I'll do it all spring. Can you, Sometimes I'll do it all rice. Can you describe to anybody who doesn't know what that is, what is a poke bowl? It's basically de- deconstructed sushi. Okay. It's sushi in a bowl. It is not a new concept. It is new to me in the sense that I, I mean, new-ish. I've known about it. I've known what it is. I haven't gotten into it. But... Um, I don't remember when I had like my first one people, a number of months ago. People are going freaking gaga for poke in Seattle. Because they're good. I'm all about that tuna. I get some ahi. I get some salmon. I'm all edamame. about that tuna. No, I get tuna. some uh, freaking mango salsa. I love a little oh. sweet sweet going on in there. Not for you. Not, no, not, not what for you would me. Get. Not good for me. Um, seaweed. Some... Why would you rather have a poke bowl than sushi? I don't know. I didn't say I would. I would rather. Right, but it seems like people are treating it like it's this like superior dish. People well, have stopped. It's less expensive than sushi, and you is get it? more. I would say meat, in in my opinion. No, that 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 tracks for me. Why yeah. do you think it's less expensive? Because it takes less time, less labor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and that's it. That's all I have to say about that. It's just that everybody should be eating Poke Bowls because they're so good. Unless you don't like raw fish, in which case, don't eat a Poke Bowl. That's you, you, if you don't like raw fish, which I do not. You don't really have any options in a Poke Bowl. I mean, right? you can go like veggie, but it just doesn't seem like it'd be worth the money. No, then it's just a freaking veggie bowl. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point of Poke is But they the do have like Im- element, imitation right? crab. Like if you like a California roll, you could do that. Yeah. Okay. Poke Bowl. Okay. Where's your favorite place in Seattle to get a Poke Bowl? Well, I've only been to really one. So if you guys have recommendations, hit me up. But lately I've been going to um, this place on Broadway called Fob. Vob? Fob. F-O-B. Fob. Yeah. Like fabulous fabulous no <laughs> it actually means fresh off the boat um oh. so i don't know how we feel about that but yeah. i do know that the owner it is um japanese owned and operated so okay they All get right. to make that choice yep that's you know that's that they certainly do thank you okay quickly okay quickly our, our last our last little section is, is right. also a fun one a recommendation something from the past that's still great uh for me i'm gonna recommend that you listen to or re-listen to uh, the Rilo Kylie album, The Execution of All Things. Mm, so good. So good. I was Still really good. into Rilo Kylie when I was in college. It was having a moment. And that that album is, there, there was a lot of music during that time. And this album is one of those things that like resonated with the human experience that uh, me and my peers were having as millennials at that moment. Um, Stop, Jamie. And... I've like sort of revisited it off and on over the years, but it has been a long time. And the other day I, I picked it back up and was like, man, musically, it's still really great. And lyrically, it's still really 
uh, it's still it, really it, relevant. It fits. Yeah. So I was always more of a takeoffs, takeoffs and landings gal. Also good. Um, and then more adventurous. I never really got into mm. the execution of all things. You should. So get in I there. should. I should take your recommendation, your suggestion box, and uh, ro- and roll with it. Maybe I'll do it today. Uh, mine is weird. So I don't really care about things like skincare and hair care very much. Mm-hmm. You know, I, as we know, I'm starting to, I'm, I'm dabbling. You're dipping your toe. Dipping my toe in. But um, I used to use this Aveeno shampoo and conditioner called Pure Renewal. It comes in a tall skinny tube. It looks kind of like a tall energy drink or like Carly said, maybe like a smart water bottle. Yeah, it's tall cylindrical. Yes. Pure, what's it called? Pure Aveeno? Pure Renewal. Okay. And I used it for a long time in high school. I loved it. And then I think in the last like maybe four years, I started to like try and find like buy like nice, like really nice expensive like Kevin Murphy or mm-hmm. um, Aveda or like just or fancy Bumble shampoo. and Bumble. Fancy, yeah. fancy shampoo and conditioner. And recently I ran out of some fancy shampoo and conditioner that I had. And I happened to have some uh, of this Aveeno like left over. And I went back and used it and it's been great. It is really, it smells great. It makes my hair feel really fucking soft. It does the it, right amount of foaming that I want from a shampoo. Oh, okay. The way the conditioner like sits in my hair feels right. I don't know. Does it give you, it It says it's got seaweed extract in it. Well, who? I don't even know what's in it. Um, it does. I believe that. It claims to rebalance hair's optimal moisture levels. My hair feels Do you moist. feel that? Yeah. It feels moist. Ready you know, to go. It's looking good. It's really crazy right now because I slept on it wet. But it's soft as shit. So how much does a bottle of that run you? I don't know. Cheap. It's not It's not expensive. Uh, let's look. On Amazon. On Amazon, you can get the pack. Shampoo conditioner for $18.99. Oh, that's a great deal. It's a great deal. So. And for me, I, I don't wash my hair a whole lot. So it lasts me quite a while. Yeah. Do you find... Um, if you use too much conditioner, does it make your hair kind of like greasy and heavy? Not that I have noticed. That's great. Yeah. Sometimes you can find a great product, but if the, the conditioner can like not, it'll sit filmy in your yeah. hair, you know? No, not, so, I have not had that issue. Dude, do you feel like you're going to even dabble with fancy stuff or are you just going to ride this Aveeno oh, ride this for a while? Wave. All right, let's listen to some Rilo Kylie and wash our hair with this Aveeno shampoo. I can't wait. It's going to be a great, a great day. Amazing. Also, y'all, we're going to Vegas on Monday. We won't see you next week. But we will be seeing you on the gram. Yeah. I'm going to try to figure out. I've been telling Ken. I'm trying to figure out how to create some content for us to release. I'm not really sure what form that takes yet. So we'll get there. We'll get there. TBD. But keep your eye on the gram because that's where all the shit's going to really be popping off. Yeah. Okay. I am bringing my mic to Vegas. So who knows what will happen? Who knows? <laughs> okay. We love you. If you want to talk to us, doinggood at gmail.com. Or on Instagram at doinggood. We hope you have a great weekend. Leave, like, rate, subscribe. Oh, leave a review, comment. Review. Please. What are the other things? Talk to us about your feelings. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you guys want to do. Uh, and we'll see you in Vegas. Yeah. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Love Bye. you. Love Bye. You. Okay, Jeremy, we did it. With.